Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another season of the Saints Hour. I'm Mike Oss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Mickey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the start of another season. And, you know, great victory. Any victory is a great victory and a good way to start on Sunday. Yeah, uh, you're right about one thing. Any victory is a great victory, whether it's by one point or whether by it's by 30. Now, I'd like to have a couple by 30, but um, we'll take the one-point wins um, as opposed to, to losing any game and, and playing well. It's your fifth straight season opening win. That's a franchise record. Actually, four was – fifth was as an extension. And Dennis Allen is now the first franchise coach ever to win his first two season openers – and it starts off with a you know you know with adversity right on the opening kickoff uh, a fumble uh, and all of a sudden you know your defense is on the field but the crowd rose to the occasion defense rose to the occasion and it really kind of still gave up three points but set, you set the tone for the day defensively certainly. Well, it's it's not very often that you would point to the first series of a game and say that is as uh, uh, one of the turning points and yet it was you know we turned the ball over deep in our own territory and our defense um, runs out there and and uh caused them to lose yardage uh, they have to kick a field goal and set the tone for the entire game i felt like uh, um and look i think it gave the defense a lot of confidence um you know tennessee's a good football team they they were the number one seed two years ago uh, last year they were I think they were seven and three or something like that when the quarterback got hurt and, and they didn't finish the, the year out very well, but that's a good football team. They run the ball really well. They play great defense. They've got one of the best uh, uh, defensive fronts in football and um, we're fortunate to win uh, a close game, but it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a good start for a season. And it's the ninth straight time that you have held a team defensively 20 points or less and more importantly that's only it's an important stat when you win right it's not an important stat if you don't win but you you did on Sunday and you know in this league but just give me a sense of how hard it is to hold a team without a touchdown yeah it just doesn't happen very often and um you know especially the way the rules are in football it's geared toward helping the offense um and helping the passing game in particular, and so to to uh, uh, to shut out a team in, in terms of, of touchdowns, that that's that's um, look we like to do it every week, frankly, but uh, pretty spectacular day by our defense. Uh, I thought 
um, a couple of key things. You know, they were two two of twelve on third down. That's that's spectacular defense, and getting the takeaways, the interceptions, um, is an area that we weren't good at a year ago. And so it's great to see um, our team start off and and um, and get takeaways, especially the first one to me. It just it stuck out for whatever reason because it was the start of the second half and Marshawn Lattimore had come out. Deuce noticed that Marshawn had come right out. And so uh, Isaac Yedem came in and, you know, as not surprising, the Titans went right after him, right after him deep. And he tips the ball up to, to Marcus May. And, and it, it is, it, it's, I don't know if it's irony, but last year that never happened. The ball never t- got tipped up in the Saints' favor, but that was a that was a big play. And it's just about other guys stepping up. Marshawn Marshawn comes out, Isaac Getham comes in and gets the turnover. Yeah, that was a spectacular play by uh, Ike. And and um, look, we had we had uh, Ugo Amadi who came in for uh, Alante when Alante had to tap out uh, for a few plays and and actually would have had an interception. I think he got. He got interfered with by the receiver, uh, made a great play, and and uh, was close to getting an interception himself. So we're, we're confident in in the guys that uh, um, come off the bench and and our backups uh, when they get a chance to play. We've got guys that can make plays. Yeah, you got to. I mean, Alante Taylor. I don't know if there's a player out there who's t- who's had his hands on the football more without an interception. You know it's coming, and you know it's driving him crazy because he's. I mean, you guys, like Dennis said yesterday, you could have had five uh, on Sunday, possibly. And there are a lot. I mean, there were some balls that, that you get your hands on. But, hey, you still won the turnover battle. But, you know, Alante just wants to get that first one out of the way. Yeah, he had one last year, and it got called back. Uh, right. <laughs> on what I thought was a poor call. Um, but but we've seen him do it in practice. And, yeah, they're coming. Uh, uh, he's around the football too many times. He's, he's you know, it, it feels like every time there's a ball completed, in his area, it's a contested catch, and and those interceptions are going to come for him. And I want to spend a little bit of time first off with Demario Davis. Led your team again, nine tackles, one tackle for a loss, and and again, I'm I'm not I don't know, but it felt like his play and Pete Werner's play towards the end of the first half really started to change the Titans game plan with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was averaging about five yards a clip. Boom, 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 had the screen pass. But it felt like DeMario and Pete Werner kind of kind of started dialing him in and it felt like it changed. They went away from the run and they never really came back. Yeah, well, look, they, you know, when you get behind, um, you know, you have to pass more. That's just, that's just the nature of the game. And so they were behind by, um, I think it was 16 to nine or uh, in that vicinity. And so, you know, they obviously they felt like they had to pass a, a few more times and, but we, we did do a better job uh, in the second half against the run. Um, look, that, that's a, that's a, a well coached um, running football team and, and a great back uh, in Derrick Henry. And so I think we were kind of fortunate. Uh, we played well and did a good job on him, but uh, we were kind of fortunate to be in a situation where they couldn't run as much as, as maybe they're used to. And then I was leaving the press box, and I could hear on the speaker uh, a voice that I recognized, and it was Demario, and he was at the the, the podium in post game, but he was it was he began it with Revelations three twenty, and he, he spent the entire time talking about his four year old daughter with, with the seizure. And that's he didn't talk football at all, and uh, it was it was it was moving. 
It was emotional. It was, you know, pure DeMario Davis. But he is a he's a unique, classic, classy individual. Yeah, he, look, he sure is. He's a great leader for our team. And and honestly, we didn't know that he was going through that with his daughter uh, this week. And so for him to you know come out and and focus and play uh, great football. It's a testament to just his character, um, the kind of person he is. I mean, we're we're so proud of him, not just on the field but off the field, and and um, um, yeah, we're just praying for him and his daughter and his family. And and he's like you, you've already said it. He's a spectacular individual and a spectacular representative of the New Orleans Saints. Need to take a break. We are. Talking with Mickey Loomis, this is the Saints Hour. We will step aside here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. This is the Saints Hour. I'm Mike Oss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And wow, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, the defense in the first block, not surprisingly. Uh, but let's talk about some offense. Uh, and, and Derek Carr, Coach Allen had said, you know, he can spin it and he's a good game manager. And we saw, you know, I know that the, the pick at the end of the first half is will drive him crazy. You know, that's what, cause I just from here, knowing the little that I know about Derek Carr, uh, but he did exactly what I would assume this team wanted. He managed the game. Well, I think he did more than that. I mean, he made some plays that uh, we haven't seen made here for a while. And, um, you know, off off platform throws uh plays breaking down him you know solving problems uh he, he did a lot of really good things and, and look sometimes they get overlooked in a game where you only score you know 16 points but um I, th- I thought he was really good and and look i think we were really close to having a lot more points on the board too you know a drop here a, a call there and and uh and uh you know that it, it's a different type of game but but uh, it was also really good to see Mike Thomas um, look like Mike Thomas too. I felt like like Mike Manny looked he looked like his old self, um, physical, violent uh, route runner, uh, catching balls in, in in traffic, and and that was great to see. And and obviously Chris Olave had a, had a big game for us, as did Rashid Shahid. So um, it was good to see. It was good. There was a lot of good things on offense, and and look, we can grow from there. Now that you're up in the, you're up in the, the booth, right? That's where you, 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 you watched. Yes. So when you went on the third and seven after the second and 14, the pass to Mike Thomas, and then the deep pass to Shahid, what, what it looked like initially it was a, it was a double move because he was just so open, but on, on third and seven in that situation, even coach Allen said yesterday, I don't, I don't know if it was the play I would have called up, but man, he trusted his coaches. And he trusted Derek. I mean, is that one of those plays when when Derek goes back and, and he's throwing this deep ball? You're like, oh my goodness! But then, oh great, you know, it's, it, it it all turned out perfectly, and it was just a perfect pass and a, and a well thrown ball and a well caught ball. 
Yeah, look, I think, you know, from my perspective, I always appreciate when you you go out and you try to win a game as opposed to uh, trying not to lose a game. And, you know, it was a hallmark of, of um, you know, Sean Payton's uh, um, time here as a head coach. He, he was always trying to um, call plays to win games. And, and I appreciate that when you do that. Look, sometimes it doesn't work out. But I, I think that's the best way to play in the NFL because the um, – the talent level so close. Any team can beat another team. And I think you have to go out and win games as opposed to trying not to lose them. And another thing that Coach Allen said, I mean, you kind of knew when you got the football that you, you're you going to need a couple of first downs. You couldn't just, you know, one first down wasn't going to do it. The two-minute warning, they had timeouts. And you knew that you were going to have to, you know, really move the ball. Yeah, this wasn't a case where you just, you know, run it three times, yeah, uh, use up timeouts and then punt it. You you know, you're trying to get first downs. And and the, look, even after the pass, I, I thought, you know, the, the run um, by Shahid and he stayed in bounds, smart play. And then the run by uh, um, uh, by Jamal Williams was, was uh, you know, a nice run. Great job by our line to close out the game. And those are the kinds of, you know, that's the kind of of ending that we weren't able to do a year ago. And so um, it's good to, uh, in week one uh, to finish off a close game like that against a good football team. I didn't get a chance to ask, uh, Coach John, but I was curious because Rashid Shahid did so, uh, was so strong on the jet sweep. And on that run by Jamal Williams, Rashid was kind of, you know, it was, it was a kind of a decoy jet sweep. I was wondering your, what you thought that impact had on Jamal Williams run because it was a huge run by Jamal, but I kind of felt like they were thinking maybe another jet sweep. Well, I look, I think anytime that you have a player with speed um, and running instincts, yeah, you know, if you're the, if you're the defense, you have to pay attention to that. So um, yeah, you have to pay attention to him because look, he might, you know, if he gets it, gets the ball in his hands, it might be a touchdown. So uh, it definitely, it definitely can cause, uh, you know, hesitation by a linebacker or a defensive end. And, and uh, I don't know that it had that impact in, in that particular carry, but, but uh, I'm glad we have Rashid and, and, and I thought again, Jamal Williams did a, a really nice job against, uh, again, a really good defensive front. I mean, they, they, they were one of the top teams in stopping the run and, and he had 45 yards, but they were, and they were hard hard yards to get and I thought he did a good job for us and you you were able to kind of stick with him I think you're right because you didn't you know probably you would want to run the ball better I'm trying I'm, I'm pulling it up right now so you rushed 27 times and Jamal rushed 18 times so even though it wasn't necessarily right. hugely successful you were you still you're able to stay with it yeah and look you know we ran it 27 times. They only ran it 22 times. And there they are, you know, I would, I think most people would say they're more of the running team. And so for us to be able to run it 27 times, not as effectively as we'd like to run it. Um, but you still have to, you have to do that in order to make the rest of your game uh, offensively effective. Uh, let's talk special teams a little bit. Uh, first off, Zach Bond now officially, which is terrible. It goes down as a one-yard punt. I think even Ryan Stonehouse would have liked to have rather had it as a block than a one-yard punt that goes into his average. But what a play by Zach. Uh, and, and it's not doesn't count as a turnover, but, man, uh, Dennis Allen sure counts it as a turnover because it flips the field and, and it's another offensive possession and, and deep in their territory. Yeah, it's, it's 
look, you're right. It doesn't go in the stat sheet as a turnover, but it's a turnover. And um, there's a great play, great scheme by um, Coach Rizzi and and, and um, Coach Galliano. And look, it's fitting that we had a block punt on a game where Steve Gleason is the, is one of our captains. Um, yeah, so that, that was a big play in the game. We had, we had a number of big plays in the game, um, that being one of them. Um, it was good to see uh, Blake go out in his first game and hit all of his field goals. That that was good. And I thought that uh, our new punter, you know, had had his had his moments. Um, I didn't think it was his best day, and yet it was effective. At the end of the day, it was effective. Yeah, I think Coach Allen said, you know, his punts are, are may not always look the best, and sometimes that's by design. It's by you're not trying to, you know, with the key, the key being well, we don't want to return. And so some, they may not, not, you know, things of beauty, but that's what he was told to do. Well, he, you know, he's a different style punter. You know, right. we, we had, you know, Thomas Morris did here for so long and he'd have those high hanging spirals that would go, you know, 48 to 50 yards. Um, that's not the type of punter that Lou is. Lou, Lou, he's an Aussie style uh, punter and um, he can kick it far. And, and, and the other thing is, is man, it's it's hard to read his punts. It's hard to field those punts, and so uh, it's a bit unorthodox. And yet again, he had a I think he had a forty eight yard gross average and a forty one yard net and um, one inside the twenty. So I thought he was effective. And you talked about groupie uh, twenty six thirty three fifty two. I mean, you know, for a rookie to come in, that's not an easy situation because you kind of felt you know early on this was going to be a defensive type game field goal one way or the other. And it's exactly what it was. And well, he's just been impressive five of six in the preseason. All his only miss came from 60. Uh, he, you know, he's been exactly what you, what you guys had asked for. Yeah. He's, he's been really good. And, and um, look, the other part of his game that was really effective is his kickoffs. You know, I think he had five kickoffs and they were all touchbacks and, and that takes a lot of stress off your, um, off your coverage team. Got to take a break. We are talking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Uh, a bit of a longer week, if you will, because you play Monday night on the road. Last season, you opened up with three straight in the NFC South. This year, Two of your next three, anyway, are NFC South, Carolina Monday, uh, then Green Bay, and then Tampa at home. And Tampa won on week one. I mean, somebody had to lose in the Carolina-Atlanta game, and so Atlanta wins there. So the NFC South has three 1-0 teams. Uh, but just kind of talk about, it feels like this Carolina game is always early uh, in the season and, and, and kind of how it sets up and how, you know, it's important to get off to a good start against a team that, that swept you last year. Yeah, um, look, we've had our we've had our difficulty with Carolina over the last uh, um, few years. You know, even when we've we've had a, a really good team, and um, you know, as good as we've been 
with this uh, opening game, I think you said five in a row now, uh, we have, we've been equally bad week two, it seems <laughs> like. Uh, I think over the last, you know, 10 years, um, we've lost a lot of games in week two. So we need to get that straightened out. Um, and it's, it's, you've already said it, it's a division game that makes it doubly important. And, uh, um, but, I, but we'll be ready. It's Monday night football. Um, it'll be a great atmosphere and both teams will be uh, ready and um, ready to play. You, your team, the Saints, uh play you know the whole talk of the draft was the quarterbacks you know one two four and you play all three of them in the first eight weeks uh, what did you what did you think of of, of Bryce I don't know if you've even watched the the Atlanta game or, or if you've seen of, of him or what did you think of him really kind of coming into the draft yeah listen we thought we thought a lot of him um, uh, in terms of his his college career and his prospect as an NFL player he's He's uh, just mature beyond his years. He's a great decision maker, um, really accurate, um, just a lot of really, really good qualities. Um, you know, it, it, people talk about his stature, but honestly, he, he's got every other quality that you want in a franchise quarterback, and, and uh, he's going to be a good one. Um, hopefully not this week, but he will be a good player in our league. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, injuries happen, but you just got to feel for guys like Peyton Turner and Ryan Connolly who played, did so well in camp. And it was just, you know, it's just, you just feel for them for what they've been through and just, you know, it just something always seems to come up. Yeah. Look, I hate that for Peyton in particular, because, um, look, I, he had a, he had a really good camp. I think he knew that coming into this season, he needed to step up his play um he's had you know he's had some some difficulty in terms of staying healthy in the in the last few years and then we had you know the covid and we just didn't have a full off season it seemed like any year that he, he was uh um coming into the season finally had one he was doing spectacular he's playing really well and and then for that to happen week one that that's that's tough but he'll look he'll come back from that um uh you know that'll heal hopefully we can get him back within this season um, but I think the future is bright for Peyton Turner. And I, we kind of started with defense and I'm probably f finish on defense because it's, I would assume from a general manager standpoint, and you, you, you don't draft Carl Granderson. He's an undrafted free agent back in 2019. And you kind of watch this growth and you watch it and you watch it in 2022. He kind of, he has, you know, I guess what some would call breakout. I mean, it was his best season. He had five and a half sacks. He had four quarterback hits on Sunday, one and a half sacks. I and mean, there are times when he just seems unblockable. And so to watch his growth, because he's an undrafted free agent, which we know this team, you know, has, has been very successful with, has to be special from a general manager standpoint. Well, look, I think anytime you have a young player develop and, and be a contributor, that's, that's exciting. It's, it's a credit to our college scouting department. They do a great job. Um, not just with the guys that we draft, but they do a great job um, understanding what our coaches are looking for in terms of uh, undrafted free agents, the type of um, traits that we're looking for. And look, we've been able to hit on a few guys and, and Carl looks like another one. He's off to a good start um, week one and uh, uh, hopefully he keeps that going. But, and look, that's a testament to Carl as well because he's, he's, worked as hard as anyone um 
to maximize his, his uh, talent and maximize his production. And uh, I'm happy for him. I know you're going to stay with us into the next block, but if you don't, don't get a chance, thanks for, for joining us tonight. I know you're going to stay with us for, for the next one, but uh, good luck on Monday night in Carolina. Thank you, Mike. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 